From Judah here uh, with Baba Kama, Perak Dalla Mishnah. Hey. Before we get into this Mishnah, just a concept that needs to be elaborated on and uh, explained a little bit. Uh, there is no way that you could put a value on a human life. Uh, God forbid a person murders. There's nothing they can do. They, there are punishments, but there's nothing that can be done that will pay it back and make it even. Uh, a person, Rav Willig once said with regard to uh, Kedushin, we have a certain amount of money that we give over in the course of transacting the legal commitment of marriage. Uh, that is a small amount. He said, however, you, you never purchase a spouse. A, a spouse is either priceless or they are worthless. I would say the same thing. A, a person is priceless. There's no, uh, there's no ability to put a price on them. However, the Torah does, in a couple of places, give us certain monetary valuations that will be used. It's not the value of the person, but it is a necessary uh, sum of money as part of the... Uh, running of a legal society. So we have two different kinds. We have Erech and we have Damim. Um, Erech is a very fixed schedule of payment uh, the Torah brings that is based on just gender and age. It doesn't take into account talent or capacity or strength or anything else, health. It's just a, a function of, uh, of age and gender. Torah gives a certain sum of money. These are useful for certain kinds of vows where a person says they're erkiya lie or something like that, you know, my value to the temple. or It's not really my value. It's it's my fixed payment on this schedule. Then there's also a nedava of damim, which is a, a valuation that takes a to account a few more subtle bits, things like if a person is uh, what what they would be able to produce in the economic market. Do they have talents? Do they have extra strength? Uh, this is something that takes into a little bit more account who the person is or what they can produce economically. We get into this more in the eighth parak about if you hurt somebody, God forbid, or if a person gets hurt. So the difference between hurting the hand of somebody who is a general laborer could still use their hand a bit versus somebody who's a guitarist or a surgeon and the fine use of their hand makes a major difference in their work. Uh, so that's damim. That's, again, a form of valuation. It's never the valuation of the person, but it is a, a number that we need to get to in order to pay back damages, etc. With that in mind, we say the following. If an ox gores a person and that person dies, muad mishalim kofer. So if the ox was muad, if it was already known to be a dangerous ox that was uh, attacking and killing people, then they have to pay what's called kofer. The Torah says there is a, a an indemnity payment. Uh, it's basically, it's it's a dummim pay, style payment that is paid to the, the heirs, the family of the deceased. Uh, and so if the deceased was somebody who was able to earn a really good living and did earn a good living, uh, then that payment's going to be more than if the deceased was, let's say, in a low-wage uh, field and and couldn't bring out that much economically. Uh, it still never makes up for the loss of the person. It's purely a uh, an attempt to cover some of the economic loss. Um, and vitam patrimonikover. But if the shore, if the ox was tam, if it was not expected to kill, it didn't have a reputation for killing. It's a gentle, generally gentle ox. Then there's no kofer payment made. But now the Mishnah says something very interesting. Zev mita. An ox that kills that's muad or an ox that kills that's tam, they're both chayiv you put the ox to death, which raises the obvious question, which is, think about it for a second, how did a tom, how did the ox ever get to be muad to kill somebody if it's killed after the first time it kills when it's tom? One time tom, it should be put to death. How did it get three times tom to become a muad and then kill somebody a fourth time and have to pay kofer? How does this ever happen? So the Gemara goes into a variety of possibilities, among them that maybe... 
they go on a rampage and attack three people, but they hadn't died yet. And then they all died right around the same time, and before the court could get to anything, uh, the ox goes and kills a fourth person, but now it's already uh, Muad, or, or the fourth case hadn't been tried, or the ox hadn't been put to death. So really, it had been tried three times, but before it got to be put to death, it just went nuts. Maybe it killed the uh, the executioner, who knows? Uh, but then there's Kofer involved. Okay. It doesn't matter if the person that it killed was an adult or a child, a son or daughter, it would still be a uh, Damim payment, uh, and there would be a Kofer paid for having uh, killed this person, even if they're small, not that capable of uh, at least current economic output. If it killed an Evid or an Ama servant, so then what happens is it moves over to the Erched system, and it's 30 silver sela. It doesn't matter whether the particular Evid or Ama in this case was able to produce a great deal economically or actually was not really capable of much work, whether it was worth literally money, 100, or just one dinar. Whether that Evid was was quote unquote worth a hundred or one, it's always thirty silver sella.